Hello and welcome to episode number 79 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is a show where we rip open a wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, and spread the pure joy that comes with ripping open wax packs. Also, We'll have a weekly segment called Kurt Facts, where my brother Curtis researches some players from the previous episode, and I pass those interesting facts on to y'all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and most podcast platforms. New episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking to promote veterans charity, so contact us through one of our outlets, and we'd be happy to to discuss a partnership to help veterans and their families in any way that we can, or just help you uh, learn how to uh, donate to veterans charities uh, and their families. Uh, Thank everybody for their support. Um, Remember to check out CV's 10 to Check Out podcast. It's a music podcast. it's uh, sharing the joy of music and hoping to help listeners discover unfamiliar bands or songs they might want to look further into. You can check that out now. There's um, seven or eight episodes out. I can't remember exactly, but that's my brother and I. It's another um, uh, podcast that we put out monthly. Um, and today we will be discussing 1994 Leaf. And we have a series one pack. There are two series to that Um, um um, year of card, but uh, we have the series one pack, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll do our Kurt Fax segment, and then we'll get into busting the pack uh, on YouTube. You can hear it here, but you can also watch it on YouTube. So, 1994 Leaf was a 440 card set released in two series of 220 cards. We have a, we have a series one pack. Uh, to account for team uniform and logo changes that year, players from the Texas Rangers, Cleveland Indians, Milwaukee Brewers, and Houston Astros were held out of this out of out of series one, which is crazy. A limited number of players from the San Francisco Giants were featured in Series 1 because of minor modifications to the team's uniforms. Huh. As with the previous year's set, the base set features full bleed photography with marbleized borders, a glossy coating, and a holographic foil team logo on the reverse. Leaf introduced Super Packs this year, which were packs that contained complete insert sets. These Super Packs were one of the first incarnations of Hot Packs in the hobby, which were used by other card manufacturers in the 1990s. Distribution was in the hobby uh, packs and retail. They had 36 packs per box, 10 cards per pack. Jumbos were 24 packs per box, 12 cards per pack. And I think ours has 12 cards today, yes. Uh, Magazine packs were 24 packs per box and 15 cards per per pack. And they did have some different inserts. Um, And the main one that we're going to look for are the numbered cards. They're gold star numbered cards. I'm going to read a little bit about that. Um, There were different gold rookies also inserted in these. There were also Frank Thomas 1990 Leaf Repents because Frank Thomas was kind of their their, uh, spokesman, uh, kind of like Ken Griffey was Upper Decks. Uh, they chose Frank Thomas to be there. So it was like to celebrate the fifth anniversary of the reintroduction of Leaf Baseball, a reprint of Frank Thomas's landmark 1990 Leaf rookie card was randomly inserted into a Series 1 hobby box at the rate of about one per box. So it has a fifth anniversary foil stamp and a 1994 copyright date differentiating it from the original. So they had to make it not look like the other one in a little, in a small way to, so it could be differentiated. And... Uh, so we'll be looking for that too. 
Um, just kind of looking through here, there were some in, different MVP cards with different um, guys on there that were Hall of Famers and just really good players from that era. Um, like I said, there were two 220 card um, sets, the first and the second series. And kind of looking here to see if they say anything about those those star or uh, gold stars. I'm pretty sure they do here. Um, they also have some statistical standouts. Those are some other inserts, some power brokers, something called a slideshow. It was pretty cool. It's called uh, the slideshow card, and it was uh, innovative uh, for the time. Had a 10-card set that featured a piece of acetate embedded into the card that resembled a photographic slide. Cards 1 to 5 were randomly inserted into Series 1 packs, so we'll be looking for those. And they have a blue and black card frame, while cards 6 to 10 were inserted into Series 2 packs and have a white frame. So there'll be some good uh, cards in those. Okay, um, And then similar to its sister product, Donruss's Elite Inserts, Gold Stars, this is what we're looking for too, was the feature insert in 1994 Leaf and included 15 of the top players in the game at the time. Leaf's first ever serial numbered insert. So this would be really cool. It's like a piece of history. The first of Leaf having serial numbered inserts. These cards were printed on a holographic foil against a green marble background and all numbered to 10,000 copies. Cards 1 to 8 were in Series 1. Cards 9 to 15 were in Series 2. And so I'm looking, we can get a Barry Bonds. We could get a Ken Griffey Jr. Um, some other guys in there. The first eight were there. So Greg Maddox, there's some good ones. Don Mattingly. Um, so we'll be looking for some of those. And uh, uh, just so everybody kind of knows what we're looking at here, we'll see it during the uh, YouTube part, but the pack says Hobby Pack on it. has the big gold, the leaf set in the middle. Uh, it kind of looks like it's inside a sun. has Don Mattingly on the front. It says 12 baseball cards, Series 1. The left side's kind of a black color and the right side has like a light grayish color and the back's kind of black with some different writing on it obviously and they're also you know they're a leaf donruss trading card product they're called leaf so leaf and donruss have kind of worked together over the years um and now since we've done the little description of 1994 leaf we will go ahead and do our kirk facts segment all right so episode 78 from last week was 19, uh, 1988 tops big and 1986 Topps, Fleer, and Donruss, we opened all those. Um, and Curtis says, even though George Brett and Ryan Sandberg were pulled, I think I already did a bit on them, um, but didn't write it down if I did, so I picked some different players. And our special throwback player was Cy Young. Um, he's a special throwback player. Um, Aaron chose for this week's Kurt Fax. He's a Hall of Famer that played 22 years in what was considered the major leagues during the late 1800s and the early 1900s. A year after he died in 1955, the Cy Young Award was created to honor him. Okay, so I'm saying this now. This isn't Kurt, but there's some amazing stats in this that, that are going to blow your mind. Curtis says, I was unaware that he was born in tiny Gilmore, Ohio, which is about uh, is south, about an hour from where I live in Ohio. And he also died in Newcomerstown, Ohio, which is in the same area. He holds several, I didn't know that, he holds several all-time pitching records, but the ones that stand out the most to me are most wins and losses for a career. My dad, Aaron, and I always talk about how it seems impossible that one pitcher could have um, won over 500 games and also lost over 300 games. How's that even possible? So he had over 800 decisions. According to what I could find, the dead ball era, uh, he played and allowed pitchers to pitch more often, and he was known to what um, to want to pitch every single day. 
So even if he didn't start a game, he would generally come in as relief and get games back into control. He generally started every other game from his, for his team and pitched relief in the games he didn't start. He also used pinpoint control to make hitters swing, which led him to throwing fewer, far fewer pitchers than other pitches than other pitchers. He also never had a serious injury and felt that was because he was able to pitch from uh, so many different arm angles. He had five seasons of 30 or more wins, five seasons of 30 more wins, 15 seasons of 20 or more wins. It's, it, it wasn't like he only threw a few innings to get the wins as he still holds the record for the most innings pitched all time, which I don't think that'll ever be broken because guys don't even go, you know, they go five, six, seven innings at the most now, it seems like. Hardly any complete games. He also holds the record for most games started, most complete games, and most games lost. He pitched three no-hitters in his career, and with one being a perfect game. In over 150 years of the game and over 200,000 games played, there has only been 23 perfect games pitched in baseball history. His real first name was Denton, and the Cy nickname came from the fences that he tore up with his fastball, leaving them looking like a cyclone and hit them. <laughs> Young once pitched 25.1 straight innings, facing 76 batters without yielding a hit. These are still records to this day. His career stats seem more likely to come from a video game. He compiled lifetime stats of, get this, 511 wins, which is first all time. Second place is Walter Johnson with 417, which is still amazing. 315 losses, which is first all time. A 2.63 ERA, 61st all time. 2,803 strikeouts, 24th all time. 7,356 innings pitched, which is first all time. 815 games started, first all time. 749 complete games, first all time. Listen again. 749 complete games, first all time. Unbelievable. I don't even know who's second. I'd like to see how far away it is from that. And 76 shutouts, which is fourth all time. Wow. Unbelievable. So rewind that and listen to it. Um, Back it up if you want to hear those stats again. Thanks, Kurt, for those. All right. Lance Parrish was pulled. He's a former catcher nicknamed Big Wheel. Uh, that played about 18 seasons in the majors for seven different teams, but most notably for the Detroit Tigers. I remember him being a solid catcher in the 80s, but was surprised to learn that he compiled career stats of 252 batting average, 1,782 hits, 324 homers, 122nd all-time, but 6th all-time for catchers, and 1,070 RBIs, 236th all-time. He also was considered to have the strongest arm of any catcher of his day. He was an eight-time All-Star and three-time Gold Glover who won a World Series with the Tigers in 1984. And finally, Tony Armas was pulled. And he is a former outfielder that played about 13 seasons in the majors for four different teams, but most notably for the Oakland A's and Boston Red Sox. In Boston, he was a center fielder of a menacing outfield made up of himself, Jim Rice, and Dwight Evans. I remember him being a solid outfielder in the 80s, who for a short period of time was one of the top homer and RBI guys in the AL. He compiled career stats of 252 batting average, 250 homers, which is 239th all-time, and 870 RBIs. He led the AL twice in homers and once in RBIs with 19, in, in 1984 being likely his best year when he led the AL in both homers with 43 and RBIs with 123, garnering an all-star selection. From 1980 to 1985, he hit more homers than any other player, uh, AL player, which was 187, but his career was marred by injuries as he missed over 300 games due to injury during his play, playing days and was relegated to role play, player from 86 until his retirement in 1989. Wow. Well, thanks, Kurt, for all those amazing stats on Kurt Facts. And the throwback for uh, episode number 79 will be Hank Aaron. So we're looking forward to that one when Kurt looks up those 
throwback guys. Um, that's pretty amazing to hear those stats. Man, Cy Young, that is unbelievable. If you if you forget, go back and listen to that part again with Cy Young. His numbers are unbelievable. All right, we're going to go over to the YouTube side and go ahead and crack open our 1994 Leaf Series 1 pack. So go over to YouTube now. What's up, everybody? We're here on YouTube getting ready to open the 1994 Leaf um, Series 1 baseball pack here. So if you're watching YouTube, you can see what I talked about before with the colors and the gold leaf in the middle. And we're going to go ahead and open it. Um, let's see here. Open her up. So it's not quite like the old wax packs that tried to make them where it wasn't so easy to get in and reseal, but people still probably did it. So here we go. All right. We're looking for those gold stars and some other inserts. Looks like these are kind of showing everybody. I'm holding them kind of out. Looks like, look, they're stuck together. It's almost like a brick on part of them. So these are going to come apart and probably not be in the best shape. So we're going to try to go ahead and go to the first card. So we've got the first one here that, if you can hear it, ooh, didn't sound very good. we got Marquise Grissom. And it looks pretty cool. It's got the year before stats on there. So these are 94 cards. So it had 1993 stats. It gives a little bit about them and pretty much a, a picture, a couple pictures of them, a little ticket on the back. That has a picture of uh, Marquise's head and an action shot of him then the stats. And the front just has a, another uh, picture of a, an in-action shot. So pretty cool there. Got the little gold leaf down there at the bottom left. Their name. And uh, it says Marquise Grissom. And Grissom is in uh, gold. And then the bottom has the name of the team. And if you can look really closely, if you're on YouTube, see a little white spot. Um, on the corner so it's like in pretty bad shape the bottom the corners are bad so wouldn't even be worth it if you did have a card to send into grade because the corners are bad and these are probably going to be pretty bad they've been sitting around for so long and they're glossy and sticking together next we have Mark McLemore after that okay looks like we have two cards together I'm going to show you how we take them apart and how bad it is for them if you hear that that means oh man and look at it's a, it's such a cool card. It's not terrible, but there's some spots in it because of that. But the next card was Jim Eisenreich. And then the one that it was stuck to is really cool insert. This is awesome. I like this one a lot. It's called Statistical Standouts. And it's Ken Griffey Jr. That's a sweet one. I don't know if Kurt's done him yet on the Kurt Fax, but man, if he hasn't, that's a sweet card. The Leaf 94 at the bottom, Statistical Standout. He's definitely a statistical standout. Oh, and while we're in the middle of it here, looking here, we got Brian Harmon. He's one before. He's my buddy um, that I went to high school with. So, Brian, thank you for the support. You're always the man for supporting us. Episode 79 there. You're going to get these cards. Yeah, you'll get that Griffey. So that's pretty cool, man. There you go. All right. And then we got next, we have some more stuck together. All these seem to be stuck together. I'll be as, as gentle as I can. We got Brent Gates. Then we got Tim Costo. Never heard of him. Next we have Phil Leftwich, not Byron Leftwich. He's a football player. Phil Leftwich. Man, it sounds terrible. If you're hearing that and not watching it, that yes, that's me unsticking the cards. Um, we have Dave McCarty, Charlie Hayes. I remember him being on a couple different teams. Man, this is horrible. Sorry, I should need to show you. I gotta almost bend it to get it apart. Terrible. Charlie Hayes. 
Rob Dibble, one of the nasty boys. Man, look at that. Sorry, Brian, these cards are gonna get there stuck together, so not uh, great shape. Eric Young, and last but not least, Felix Jose. So there's our 1994 Leaf Series 1 pack, and Brian, you'll be getting those in some other wax packs. All right, thanks for watching, and we will uh, finish up the podcast. All right, remember, you can contact us in the following ways. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. And if you put in the exact episode with that, you'll get the exact episode that you want to see. Remember to check out our other podcast, CV's Tend to Check Out, which is a music podcast that my brother and I put together. And it's out now, and it's a monthly podcast. And we're always looking to promote veterans' charities, so contact us to learn more about donating to veterans and their families. And this has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs Podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life.